This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. G'day and welcome to the Mirrors I'm a Celebrity Daily Podcast. Coming up, the latest news, interviews and behind-the-scenes gossip. Here we go. G'day, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. It is podcast 15 and last night it was the turn of Rebecca Vardy to be evicted. Um, bit of a surprise to some, not a massive surprise to me if I'm honest. We'll talk a bit more about that in a minute. Um, firstly, I want to talk about the trial with Toff. It was called Snakes Are High. She was locked in a cage, raised 20 metres into the air and... Uh, there were up to 20 snakes there. A bit of a clip here to give you a taste of it. <laughs> Jesus! Nice and still, nice and still. Try not to move too quickly. Okay, okay, I'm so scared. I can feel it. Okay, shh. Okay, stay calm. Deep breaths, nice and calm. Deep breaths. La, 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 Keep la. your legs flat, Toff. I know it's difficult, but keep them as flat as possible. Darling. Oh. <sighs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, God, they're hideous things. They are carpet pipers. Pythons! Okay, I'm just gonna be really calm. So it's quite an ordeal for Toff. She had to stay in there for nine minutes to win the nine stars. There were 20 snakes. It was a tricky one. A lot of people at home, I think, were saying they couldn't have done it. Um, she was sort of suspended in the air. Lots of the snakes were sort of wrapping themselves around her legs and stuff. Um, it could have got worse, I think, if it hadn't, if they'd have sort of wrapped around her head or anything, but she did quite well to stay still. And um, and so she got through it, and, and I think the other thing it did was she went back to camp. The camp were happy, she was happy. I think viewers, again, have seen her smash another trial. It really puts her in a good 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 situation to, to potentially be queen of the jungle. Um, Jess, will, Jess from Labrooks will hopefully update us on that, but I think, you know, everything she does seems to be seems to do really well, and it, it can't, can't do her any harm at all. Uh, moving on to the eviction, as I said, it was Rebecca Vardy who uh, went last night. Um, she had a bit of a mixed time in there. She has done well with some trials, particularly with Jamie Loma. She did a couple of trials with him. Um, she also did an eating trial with Toff, which went down well. But in recent times, she hasn't had much of the edit, hasn't been on it as much the last few days, except at the weekend, really, when she was sort of seen to be sort of teaming up with Jamie and Amir and, and criticising Ian. Um, and I think that probably has counted against her. And so, so she, she, she got the least number of votes last night. Here's a bit of her interview with Anton Deck. Do you, th do you think it's changed you in any way? Do you think you've learned anything new about yourself that you didn't know before? Um, I've learned that I am so miserable and so cranky sometimes. So right. that's something I'm going to We hadn't noticed, We hadn't noticed. And I can give looks that literally kill. Yes, so, um, we did notice that. But I've also learnt how to be compassionate and uh -huh. how to compromise, because that's so important in camp. Yeah. You know, when there's so many of you, everyone's experiencing different things yeah. and everyone's so different, but you've all got to be there to support each other and I can't wait to spend time with these guys outside of here. So do you, think you, do you think you've become more tolerant because of it? I've definitely become more tolerant. We'll see what happens on there <laughs> after a couple of days. That's good, though. If you learn stuff, that's good. Now, the other thing which you guys might not have seen is on Camp Extra afterwards, she did speak on ITV2 a little bit more. And she said that Ian Lee was playing a game and was very fake and, and sort of criticised him again, sort of showing perhaps the, what she thought 
and what she was sort of alluding to in camp. So that was also quite interesting. Um, Ian seems to really split the camp and also split viewers. He's still in there. I think a lot of people would have thought he might have gone quite early from, from the show, but he's still in there. And it's going to be interesting to see whether we can go a few steps further and whether he'll get more momentum and, and continue to do well. The last thing I'm going to talk about on the news section today is just the uh, emails from home that they got last night. They were very nice and they rattled through them a bit on the show. There were lots of tears and... and I thought we got sent quite a lot of detail from ITV, so I just thought I'd go through them quickly as a, as a sort of nice positive end to the news section. You probably all saw Stanley received a poem from his wife Jenny saying she's been looking everywhere in the house for him and then found a note saying what he was doing. He also got a letter from his son Max saying how proud he was and that he had a nice piece of parmesan waiting for him when he gets out. Ian Lee read them out. Um, Jenny had a joint note from son Albert and husband Chris and one from her best friend, Saran Jones. They were read out by Toff. Saran said she loved her like a sister, um, but that she needed to have a few, eat a few grubs um, and uh, have a few cockroaches stuffed down her. That would make Saran smile, which is quite funny. Um, Toff's mum, Nikki, and her grandparents wrote her emails read out by Stanley. Um, they said that Chelsea was very quiet without her, and they were promising uh, there would be no dicks on sticks at the Christmas party. Perhaps an in-joke there. Um, they also said they loved her new camp granddad, Stanley, which is something her mum obviously told us on the pod and um, previously that, that Stanley reminded um, her, uh, thought, reminded Toff of her sort of granddad in real life. Dennis's letters were from his wife and his children, Henry and Amber, and were read by Becky. Clara, his wife, said, don't start calling me to protect you from the spiders when you get home. So perhaps she's got a spider fear as well. Becky's husband, uh, Jamie, her dad, Carlos, and her children all sent letters that were read out by Jenny. Uh, obviously, now she's going to get to spend time with the kids um, at the Versace Hotel. Now she's out. Amir received letters from his dad and his wife, and they were read out by Vanessa. His dad sent words of encouragement and a bit of ribbing and told him to see, see it as a training camp and added, if anyone can, can, can. His wife said she was now five months pregnant today and was getting a little rounder. She said their daughter was watching the show with all the family. She also said that she'd added the sound of Amir's screams and squirms as her new phone ring, which I think would be very popular if you could put that out as a, as a phone ring for everyone. And Vanessa had some loving letters from her sister, Celine, and her best friend, Mikey, and they were read out by Jamie. It's now time for our usual chat with Jessica Bridge from Labrooks. Jess, what do you think about Toff doing the trial? Presumably still a massive favourite after that one. And how's the latest eviction affected the odds? G'day Jeffers, yes, another really, really great episode for Toff. She absolutely excelled herself in that uh, trial, didn't she, with the snakes, snakes uh, up high, whatever it's called. I was watching it on the sofa, just wincing and squealing myself. I'm, to be honest, I'm still... That's how much I hate snakes, so fair play to her for doing that because that was a really, really tough trial and I think probably actually the hardest trial of the series in a way because I guess at least with the critters you can sort of wiggle away from them or brush them off or they'll probably just get distracted and you know move away themselves whereas with the snakes they're like coming at her face and sort of writhing up her leg oh that was really really tough to watch so fair play to her for sticking that out and getting the stars for camp and not too surprisingly that's really 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 helped secure her position as the massive massive overwhelming favorite she's now into one to four so that's four to one on so she's looking unbeatable she's basically already got one um 
hand on the uh, on the queen of the jungle crown basically and her closest rival in the betting comes from Amir he's eight to one but those odds have really drifted out for Amir then you're looking at Jamie and Stanley but even those guys they're now double figure odds so it really is tough to lose at this stage and we have been talking about this for a while now but and I guess we sound a bit like a broken record but she really is she's the queen of the jungle already basically and um, at the other end of the betting obviously I was very sad to see Becky go tonight I'm a big Team Becky fan. I can't believe your girl Vanessa's escaped two nights running. I mean, surely she's got to go tomorrow night. Surely. Sorry to any Team Vanessa fans out there, but she's um no she's not my favorite she's a little bit boring for me so i think uh she probably will go tomorrow evening maybe ian though but i still don't understand if if ian's so desperate to leave why didn't he just go of his own accord um but yeah really really good show very emotional show though wasn't it with the with the letters i was even welling up on the sofa so really really good episode but tough it's uh it's her crown to lose right now as far as punters are concerned for the last section of the podcast today, I've got a nice chat that I did with Stanley Johnson's son, Max. He is the friends and family member coming over to Australia to uh, represent Stanley and also to greet him uh, when he does eventually come out of the jungle. Um, Max is 32. He is the youngest of, uh, I think, six children Stanley has from his two marriages. And um, he lives in Hong Kong where he um, is a banker for a boutique advisory business and he also has his own uh, gym business called uh, Platinum Gyms. And, uh, yeah, we had a nice chat whilst he was in Hong Kong waiting to come out to Australia. Um, He was very proud of Stanley and uh, perhaps compared to some of the other members of the family was a little bit more up for the idea of him taking part. Although, as he explains, he, he wasn't actually aware... He was going to be on the 2017 version. Um, he's also um, hoping that perhaps it will encourage other people who are 77 to perhaps remain active. And uh, he's very confident his dad is sort of fit and, and more than capable of lasting the full three weeks should he get all the way to Sunday's final. So uh, here we go. This is Max uh, chatting to me about his dad, Stanley, being in the jungle. <laughs> How did you find out about it, that he was doing I'm a Celebrity? Well, I mean, he didn't tell anybody. So, I mean, I found out, um, I mean, literally about, I mean, I, he was in New Zealand for, for he, he was he was traveling in New Zealand doing some writing and I got a call saying he was actually divert, you know, diverting his flight to Australia from him. <laughs> and um, he, so I found out right at the last minute. It's quite funny because yeah, we, we 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 met him at the airport and he was saying that he hadn't told anyone. But that's a lot of them do say that. But obviously, in reality, they've told a lot of people. But I think with Stanley, he genuinely, you know, genuinely hadn't told really anyone. It's, it's very good of him. He totally. I mean, so whatever the whatever they said about not telling people, he took it absolutely seriously, and um, and so it was a it was a really nice surprise actually um, when he did tell me, and I was um, actually you know secretly thinking this this is going to be a great a great decision because there is some i think in one of his books there's there's some lines mentioned that he's sort of been offered it before and some some family members weren't so keen um did you know who that was or do you know why they were less keen on it on the idea um yeah i mean that is true i mean certainly i think he, he talked about it before 
and then there's been a kind of chorus of oh no you know don't do that but the thing about my father is that when you, when you, when you tell him don't he ends up actually wanting to do things um, and he makes up his own mind and uh, I've always been incredibly enthusiastic because I think he, he would be brilliant and I think he is he is actually as we're seeing he is, he is just being himself and he's doing really well um, so I think uh, I think we're all actually now um, relieved that it's all going so well and he's doing such a good job what what do you think the worries were about him going in? I, I wonder, you know, were, were they worried about perhaps um, whether he was going to embarrass himself or were, were they worried about it from a health point of view? What do you think the concerns were? Well, definitely not from a health point of view because, I mean, he's, um, you know, he's climbed Kilimanjaro twice in the last five years. Um, I mean, he, until recently, he would, you know, he, he would, um, he, he goes for long swims swims out to sea. So, I mean, he, he, he's very, he's actually very fit for, for I mean, for, for his age, which, mm. is, which is 77. Um, I mean, I suppose, uh, you know, people were worried, um, you know, these trials can be pretty, can be pretty bad. And, um, I, mean, I, I think, uh, I, I mean, anyone would be nervous, I think, going in, I'd be nervous going into, you know, the jungle for three weeks. Um, but I think he's kind of proved us all that he's got, more resilience and you know determination, and he seems to take it all in his stride so so well. And um, he's doing the trial. I think was it yesterday I watched, and um, you know he, he ate the grubs and he said, "Oh, he's delicious." And then um, you know he's so so he's actually he doesn't seem to be um, phased by it. Um, whereas some of the other campmates, you know, they said, "I'm a celebrity, get me out of there." And, um, so, you know, I think he's proved us wrong if we were worried about him being able to do things. And um, that you say that sort of he's coped really well. Do you, th- do you think that's partly down to his sort of um, his background? I know he, he's travelled quite extensively, hasn't he? So I, I imagine compared to some of the others, he's obviously not used to eating witchy grubs, but presumably the, the survival yeah. element, he's, he's got a good experience of, of, of sort of camping and sort of outdoor life, I guess, in general. Well, I mean, I, I mean, so he grew up on a farm in Exmoor, um, and then throughout his career, he's been, you know, a keen environmentalist, and he's done a lot. Um, he's done a lot for the gorillas in Africa, and he's spent time. He, and he, as you say, he's travelled. So he's been. I mean, I think he's been in some pretty um, inhospitable environments, and um, I mean, this is this jungle doesn't look easy at all. So I think that is definitely. Um, you know, prepared him for, for being out out in the um, out in the wilderness. Was he quite hands on, Dad? Would Would you have ever gone like camping with him or anything like that? Well, I did actually. Um, when I was fifteen, um, he and I went to the Amazon, and we went um, we went camping in the Amazon jungle. Um, Why? We were working. It was a it was an environmental um, conservation project by the Earthwatch Institute for the, um, they, when they have turtles that, that inhabit the, the rivers and lay their eggs in the, in the riverbanks. And, um, I mean, he took, yeah, he took me age sort of 15 right into, into the, into the, into the, into the jungle. And we, you know, we camped for about a week, um, kind of swimming with, um, um, swimming with, um, you know, uh, well, we didn't actually meet any piranha, so that was, I think there were some in there. Um, and, uh, and I, I know I've kind of gone full circle 15 years later, you know, I, my girlfriend is actually now from, 
from from the Amazon um, uh, in Brazil, and that's not the Amazon dot com. That is the Amazon. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so, sort of unwittingly at fifteen, it, you sort of gave him a dry run for for what we're sort of seeing now. Obviously, slightly different circumstances, but I guess it's a you know it's camping in the jungle again, isn't it? So it's quite an interesting sort of thing how things how things yeah. work out, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, look, and if there's one anecdote perhaps you'd like to use, um, so I remember he and I, we were going, we were canoeing down, um, I think at that point we were actually in the Pantanal, which is another part of, um, of Brazil, but we were, we were canoeing, and there were these, I think they're, they're caiman um, uh, alligators, they're called caiman, and you know, they were all kind of, I remember they were all coming towards the boat, and it, and at the time, I remember he just sort of nonchalantly just said, oh, well, you know, don't worry about this, you know, it's all <laughs> fine. Uh, we, you know, we kind of got to the bank and got our, got our canoe up on the bank. And then, and then, then you know, so as, I, as I think about it now, and I look back, you know, possibly that was a dangerous situation. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, the, I mean, at the time it was, um, and, I, and I think that, that's his attitude to, to, even now, to, I saw the ants on him in the, in the challenge that he did, um, apparently they bite. They bite those things. I mean, he had he had hundreds of them all over him, and he, he you know he didn't even say anything or complain or or anything like that. So so um so yeah. That's it for today's podcast. All that's left to say is if you enjoyed this episode of I'm a Celebrity Daily, please rate and review us on iTunes, and make sure you subscribe so you get every episode sent to you directly in the mornings. You can find us on iTunes, Audio Boom, Spotify, and any other of your favourite podcast apps. So like in the trials, I'm really hoping for five stars. And if you can subscribe as well, that'd be great. You can follow all the latest news from the jungle at mirror.co.uk and I'll be back for another podcast in the morning. Cheers.